0: From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Monday, April 25th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Syrian troops launch an attack against the city where anti-government protests erupted last month. Leaked U.S. military documents reveal, among other things, al-Qaeda's favorite wristwatch. And NATO says it's destroying Muammar Gaddafi's ammunition storage areas and command and control networks.
1: A lot of that goes on out of sight of the population in Misrata, out of sight of the media. But I I can assure you that we're doing that on a day-to-day basis and we've been successful. Slowly his forces have been degraded.
0: It's all ahead. BBC News with Gaynor Howells. The Syrian authorities have launched a heavy attack on the southern town of Dera, the centre of anti government protests. Thousands of troops, backed by tanks, have been sent there, and reports speak of fighting in the town centre and bodies lying in the streets. Opposition activists say at least 20 people have been killed and many others injured. This resident of Dera told the BBC what he'd seen. The shooting
2: is continuing. At around five o'clock in the morning, all mobile and landline networks were cut off. They also cut off the electricity supply in Deraar. Then the incursion began, as we saw many tanks on the roads moving towards Deraar al-Balad, followed by hundreds of troops. They raided homes in the Amari mosque. The people moved to defend the city with stones. They have nothing to defend themselves with except stones.
0: Syrian troops are also reported to have moved into a suburb of Damascus. Meanwhile, the United States says it's considering a range of targeted sanctions against the Syrian government in response to what officials have described as brutal violence. More from Andrew North in Washington.
2: These sanctions could include a freeze on the assets of Syrian government officials, as well as a ban on US business ties. It's a sign of the White House starting to take a tougher line on Syria's use of violence against protesters after much criticism here that it's been too soft. But these are only limited sanctions, and critics point out the contrast between its military action in Libya, but also with its response to Bahrain and Yemen, where the authorities have also used violence to put down protests, but where the White House has limited itself to words of condemnation.
0: The Libyan government has accused NATO of trying to assassinate Colonel Gaddafi after a Lions aircraft carried out an attack on his compound in Tripoli last night. But his son, Saif al-Islam, said the authorities wouldn't be forced into surrendering. The assault caused significant damage to at least three buildings. Some officials said there'd been casualties, but others contradicted this. Russia says the Western military intervention in Libya risks fanning a series of civil wars across the Middle East. The Russian Foreign Minister, Sergei Lavrov, said Western nations had sided with the Libyan rebels and so encouraged rebel movements in other countries to think they'd receive similar help. Sean Fanning reports.
1: The Russian Foreign Minister said the Libyan conflict was leading to an expectation among rebel groups in the Middle East that foreign countries would help them to overthrow their governments. This, said Sergei Lavrov, was contagious and dangerous, an invitation to a whole series of civil wars. Mr Lavrov said foreign players should not interfere or take anybody's side in domestic political disagreements. Russia has criticised the Libyan intervention before and it abstained from the United Nations resolution passed in March which authorised a no-fly zone to protect civilians.
0: World News from the BBC. There's been a series of bomb explosions in the northern Nigerian city of Maidugiri a day before elections for state governors. The police say at least three people were killed and several others injured. The police say the violence appears to be the work of a local Islamist sect, Boko Haram. A spokesman for the Afghan president Hamid Karzai has described the escape from prison of many Taliban militants, including 100 commanders, as a disaster. Nearly 500 militants got away during the escape in the southern city of Kandahar. It was a well-planned operation in which insurgents rented a house and spent five months digging a tunnel into the area of the jail that housed Taliban prisoners. Speaking to the BBC, a Taliban spokesman, Zabiullah Mujahideed, gave details of how they'd prepared the tunnel.
1: اه من خاطر